Hi, this is Dean Winyas here, and this is the Tigers, Tigers, blah, blah, blah podcast with Luke Flanagan and Rich Walker. Thanks for downloading and enjoy the show. Thank you, very good. Throwback. Is indeed, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like being in lockdown all over again. It is. Lockdown uh, lockdown feeling. <laughs> that has been uh, a fair while since we've recorded together. January, apparently. It was, yeah. Which is interesting because I went for my first run in ages yesterday. Yeah, like, like in a long time, and I checked when my last run was, and it was January. Well, that's very spooky. So, yeah, breaking six months, uh, six month streaks of inactivity <laughs> on both counts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think we need to do an introduction. People know we are, but people might have forgotten because um, we haven't been there. I think the last time we we recorded on, like you say, it was January, but before that, it had been like a few months before. And somebody underneath, I remember looking at the, I looked at the very inactive Twitter that we've got um, yesterday, and someone underneath the previous episode just put, "Forgot you existed, lads." <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah, and he was fair. just like underneath, he just put, "I just missed you, but I forgot you existed." <laughs> How can you miss something and forget it exists? I know it did time. seem a bit of a bit of a contradiction, but it was nice yeah. all the same. I laughed. Yeah, so. I mean that's that's fair enough as well. I mean, why, yeah. why would you hang on to? You know, it's a couple of dickheads doing a podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave Pete out of that because, he, you know, it's not fair. He, no, no. He, he's he can not a speak, dickhead. He can speak for himself. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the title of the, well, title of the episode. It might be dickheads, but at least we're not meths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. These two, these two might be big. Oh, maybe divvies works better. We might be divvies, but at least we're not meths. Yeah, so. yeah. It's just a nice nod to amber nectar as well, isn't it? <laughs> they always used to talk about staying methylated. Didn't they? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good to be back anyway. Um, yeah, I think we should just say, you know, well, we didn't really do an awful lot of wanting to record because, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it, if I'm just speaking for myself, but. I just kind of got unenthusiastic about not city, but just everything that came with it. Um, just having the discussions about it. Yeah, it just it, it felt like it became like I'd rather just chat to you in the pub or do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, hundred percent. There was just an awful lot of you know, there's, there's other podcasts and stuff which is great, and you know, I've got the city content for people to listen to, but it just kind of felt yeah, like but... it just run its course for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to just say, right, we're never doing that again, but it kind of feels now that we've got a new season, there's a lot to talk about. I kind of felt like I wanted to 
to chat like this again. You know, I think we should. I guess be... it's a bit, a bit different for you this year as well, since you've got a membership now. It's like you, I have. I assume you'll be going less in the press box and more with your lads. So it's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. A little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, I feel, I feel like a proper fan again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I'd never celebrate any of the goals last year. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't um, know how you did that. To be fair. I mean, sometimes I just. Like the Forest game right at the end, there was. <laughs> so, I, so I was sitting next to Baz Cooper at the top, and we were just punching the air and laughing. Even I mean, even him as a Forest fan, he was just like absolutely into it. To be fair to him, like, <laughs> he didn't celebrate. How could you not be. I know he didn't celebrate the Forest goal, and he was punching the air when City got the deserved equaliser at the end. There, but... <laughs> anyway, we've got a few things we're going to discuss. We're going to try and keep this to half an hour because. I listen to a fair few podcasts these days. I never like listening back to myself, really. Um, but when I looked back at our old episodes, they're an awful, like, they're quite long. We went on a bit, didn't we? We, all, we always did. So I was thinking yeah. between, between 30 and 35 minutes is probably tops. I think that's, that's, a, what... I think that's a good, yeah, I listen to um, Football Clichés podcast. Don't know if you do that one. No. It's on The Athletic. Um, oh, right, okay. that's, that's usually between that maximum 45 minutes. And that's always really good. So we'll set ourselves up for failure from the off. Absolutely. This will be three hours, this one. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I know we was going to talk about a few things, and then there was just another little feature I chatted to you about last night um, yeah. that we'll come to later on. So first thing that I'd said we'd talk about was outgoings, so players that left us from last year. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you want to kick off, because there I know there's, there's, there's a few players that left, but I know there's two really that probably merit a lot of, well, a mention, yeah. The time um, and city colours, yeah. Um, I mean, it was sad news, wasn't it? But I think we'd all expected it that like mm. bigger and better was going to come along, and yeah, uh, we we got confirmation eventually that um, Festus Arthur has left for FC Halifax Town. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Started off with the obvious one, uh, yeah. Well, the, you know, it's, it's going to leave a void. Um, it was it. <laughs> Do you know what though? That, that that was an odd. It's an odd transfer at the time, wasn't it? And it was just it, it never really because he got it. We got him from Stockport, I think. Yeah. Um. And obviously, they, they obviously thought it was a it was a talent to bring through. But I've seen him play for the twenty three sometimes, and I I, I I don't think he was anything. I don't think he was a bad player. Um. But I just don't think he was up to the level that we needed at the time, no. really. Uh, which is sad for. Him. I hope he does well somewhere else. I think he did okay out at Barrow, but I mean that's League Two, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So. If he goes but, to FC Halifax, they're just well, they're uh, National League, aren't they? Believe so, yeah. So he's he's going to be back in in the areas where he's played before, and hopefully he does well. I mean, I don't yeah, fingers know, crossed. But I don't, I don't I mean, often, yeah. You know, all, all joking aside, and mm. without, without wanting to kind of disrespect Festus Arthur on mm. his way out the door, um, mm. that's not the one that I think people will remember from from this summer. Obviously, um, no. No. The inevitable happened. Keen Lewis Potter went. Yeah, and um, I think you know a lot of people are obviously upset about it. There's been mm. accusations kind of thrown at his agent of you yeah. know him agitating for a move and what have you. But it just felt like there was an inevitability about it. You know, Brentford were in for him several times, and it just felt mm. like there were. I, mean, I know there was chatter even at the end of the season where they, you know, there was sort of rumblings in the press box where people have said he'll end up at Brentford anyway because you know there's been chats with a John Early and he'd said please stay till the end of the season and then we'll go from there and see what we can do mm. 
I mean, one thing I would say is, if you are in the position that the Keen Lewis Potter's in, and you get and you get and you get offered thirty plus grand a week, right, and a swanky yeah. flat, yeah, in London, and you get a six year contract, do me a favour. No one's saying no. Six year contract is unheard of. I, mean, I was going to say how many. The only two of the time I remember a six year contract was for Alan Pardew at Newcastle when he got him <laughs> in Europe, and I hope it doesn't go that way for his. <laughs> what he ends up headbutting David Myler. Well, yeah. <laughs> No, more like sacked after a year. Because yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it was at the end. I think it was like a year and a half and then he was gone. Because I think just after that, because we remember we went to that away match at Newcastle and it was poisonous there, wasn't it? Yeah. It was that time in the Premier League under Pardew. They absolutely hated him. And that was a very quick turnaround because he'd got him quite high up in the league and they were playing like Euro- they were playing like Angie McCatchcolor on a Thursday night. <laughs> Away in like Dagestan or wherever it's that, playing. That, so, that's a glamour tie. It, it absolutely is, isn't it? 15,000 seat stadium. <laughs> um, but I take I, it though. <laughs> I would. I would at this point, definitely. But I mean, yeah, who's passing up a six year contract? Come yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's and it's naive just to blame the agent, in my opinion, as well, because um, the, the agent's always going to try and do the best for that player because that's who is. pays his wages. Yeah. So. He's, I mean, he's, he's acting on his instruction, isn't he? And it's like, you you may not get the reference, but um, I'm sure Pete will when he listens to this. And mm. is it a wrestling it, one? It is a wrestling one, but it's yep. it's it's almost like Adjung was saying that um, Kino's agent was like uh, Christian Cage, and Kino was like Luchasaurus, you know, under under his um, under his spell and and kind of you know taking him away from the light, so to speak, but. Um, yeah, it's just an inevitability about it, and I've, you yeah, know, I've had yeah. discussions with people at matches recently who've said um, that they think it's a year too soon for him. And it, that might know, be the case, that might be the case, but then the offer might not be there in a year. Well, exactly, exactly. He could get injured, or his form mm. could drop. He might be the, it, the forgotten man from England. Do you remember? Oh, do you remember Keen Lewis yeah. Potter and under twenty one? He never got that move. Where did yeah. he go anyway? That, you would always play on your mind as a player, surely. If you're a professional footballer, you don't get where you are through a lack of ambition and a lack of confidence. You know, most no. of these most of these guys are like alpha males. You know, mm. they're, they're going to back themselves to take these opportunities. So, well, you have to I, believe in yourself because nobody else will a lot of the time when you when exactly. you get pel- pelters from the crowd and whatnot. Exactly, and we don't like it as fans because we want them to stay with the team mm. that we support. But you know, it's because it was inevitable. I feel like fairly. Fairly relaxed about it from the point of view that you know he was going to go. All players mm. go, and and I'll miss watching him. And I think the holy leaves in the team is is a large one. Well, um, I think I think we'll get to that in a little bit because yeah. that the creativity going forward is a little bit worrying at sometimes. But, yeah, um, I mean the other I mean the other couple that might you know merit some kind of chat about was I mean Honeyman was another one. Yes, because um, I, I mean I got nothing but respect for him, and and, and you know. And as much as an horrible team, Millwall, I will fit perfectly in there because he's, he's an horrible shit house, isn't he? <laughs> to play against, I think. I think calling both Millwall and Honeyman shit houses, like to limit them to that, is doing them a disservice. To be honest, um, <laughs> I th- you know, I, I, I think it's it's a very astute signing for mm. them. Oh yeah, um, it is definitely. You know, and again, that's another one that kind of our hypersensitive fan base has kind of <laughs> chucked. Um, Chucked a bit of shade, George's way to say, you know, if he didn't back himself to get in the team, then good riddance. But I think that's uh, again. I think that's nice. I think it's, naive, a harsh naive, it? it's a harsh assessment of the move. You know, it, as a player, you want to play, and mm. like let's let's not kid ourselves. I think 
you know, City are far from a sure thing this season. We, we, we've got ambition and, and there's players coming in from, you know, higher leagues, but we've, we've just avoided relegation and, and Millwall have finished above us for like the last, what, five years? Yeah, well, at least. They, they've always been top half finishers, Millwall, haven't they? Yeah, so like, we can view it as like, well, we've got ambition, but Millwall could look at it and, and Honeyman could look at it as like, they're trying to build something as well and, mm. You know, I mean, the, the work rate of the bloke is just phenomenal. I mean, yeah. we, re- we really missed him at the start of last year. Yeah. Re- really missed him. His work rate is now. Um, mm. He had no little quality because he could come up with big moments. So, you know, I think... Good for, so. Yeah, good, good from set pieces, good from corners as well. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. we, we will miss him. He's, he's going to be a loss. And I think, you know, with the way that players are dropping like flies at the moment in the squad. Yeah, we could have done with him, really, couldn't we? Yeah, looking at our team against Leicester the other night and the, the friends mm. in the weekend, we still look a little bit thin, and particularly in that number 10 role. So I think, you know, um, his is another another loss that, that leaves us weaker for him having gone, I think. Yeah, definitely. And I know, well, I know there's a, there's, there's a few others who've gone, but I mean, Eves, he was always going to go, wasn't he? And, yeah, um, I mean, you know, Tommy is uh, like a, a cult hero, and I know, like in the League One season, we we stuck up for him because he seemed to get the, the blame for a lot of things from mm. fans on the radio where he didn't necessarily deserve it. <laughs> when they don't watch the game, you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't even come on as sub, and he was getting pulled. <laughs> I mean, Enough. that that's one I can understand. I think it'll yeah. it'll work for him because he's joining a side that you know. Would probably suit his talents better. Probably, he probably uh, did well at Rotherham. He went to, didn't he? So. Yeah, he did. So you know, I think that that's one that works out for all parties again. And we know it's it's Rotherham, not Rotherham. R O V R U M. And Smallwood's the last one. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see Smallwood in a couple of weeks at Bradford away, won't we? We will. We will. Yeah, um, but. I mean that's that's one that at the time you're thinking like, you know, he'd had a good season. He'd, mm. he'd, when he when we tried to take him out of the team, like with uh, Liam Walsh, wasn't it? Came in for him. Oh God, that signing never made sense. Yeah, it? and it, it just didn't make sense. And Smallwood was was bombed out, and then he was brought back in because it was like evident that we relied upon infrastructure. And it was it, like that Derby away game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was shocking. Yeah. Um, there's just no anchor to the midfield. Regan Slater was trying to mark two people, and Liam Walsh is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, just you know, odd one, but very strange. You know, Smallwood wanted longer term, and we weren't willing to offer it. And I mean, that's 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 just the way of it. And I mean, him dropping down into League Two, and a lot of people then again throwing shade on him by saying, "Oh, well, that's kind of the level that our players were before. We're aiming for better than that." But he'll absolutely piss that league. I imagine. I mean, Bradford have been talked about as one of the, the oh, favourites. I, I think. I think they'll finish top two, won't they? Yeah. They've, got, they've got Hughes. They're, they're starting to chuck some money around, and they've got a lot of season season passes for this year as well. From what I looked at, tricky cup tie that in a couple of weeks, it, but it definitely is. You can't. The thing with Smallwood moving on is that's that's the one departure where you can't say that we haven't. Upgraded in that position because Seri. Oh. I mean, that's, that's a nice that's a nice segue into into the new signings. I think. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he was he was. I think he was producing. I remember you talked about noises coming out of you while watching Tom Huddleston. 
But that <laughs> but back... it was the same on Wednesday night. Oh, that back heel pass. That back heel pass. Just a couple Leicester. of passes and it was just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that again this season. Stop that it, filth. It's it's been funny like this year with a lot of the or this off season with a lot of the players that we've been linked with. It's like, who? oh god, who? I... Like I'm not I'm not one of those that can claim oh. to you know know players all over Europe and. I think it's. Um, I, I do think it's. It's hilarious just watching it because you know when you when when there is like a name chucked about and you know people say oh apparently we're in for this, and, yeah. there's, and there's usually like a whole city based news page that just paraphrases what anyone has ever said. I mean, and they just d- repost them, which is fine. But like then everybody else who reads that then starts to automatically go right. Let's Takes. have you. Let's have YouTube highlights of yeah. them, and, and I watch them. But you, you've never watched them, mate. You might have heard them from Champ Manager. The uh, most that football I do. manager or FIFA, that's about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like unless unless you spend all your time watching every league in the world, then have you ever watched Turkish football? I very much no, doubt you have. No. <laughs> the most that I do is go on to whoscored.com and they do player profiles that are Yeah, good. it's use, it's useful to look at. If you actually want yeah. to look up the player and see what the records are like, it's useful to do that. But yeah, again, they'll, again, they'll give again, you an analysis of their strengths and weaknesses as well. And yeah. it's only bullet points, but it's, it's like oh, okay. And but then that, then that doesn't mean you know that player, though, does no, it? That no, means you know something about them. And I think then, just, it, just I do find it funny that people yeah, just all of a sudden jump on it. and Something that's borne out in statistics and, and they can <sighs> bullet point it from that. But Seri was one where it was like, mm. okay, we've watched him play for Fulham, so yeah, we know yeah. he's very good because yeah. he's... Um, like, he's just won the league with them as, as like, a key, <laughs> yeah. key part of their team. Yeah, but the other thing that excited me was there was a few years ago where he was linked with Barcelona and like Xavi was waxing lyrical about him and said he had Barca DNA, mm. and it was like, it was like if he's good enough for Xavi, he's good <laughs> enough for me, son. He's good enough for me. So I'm him... really excited about that one. Get him signed up, Tam. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they've done very well with that one. I think I'm really yeah. happy with that signing. And listening um, to him speak tonight on uh, Radio Humberside. Yeah, you see, I haven't listened to that. I have that to listen to. But it comes across very, very well. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to looking. I know you tweeted it out and said that you enjoyed listening to it. So yeah, I'm going to spend, spend some time with that. Um, so I think Shotter spoke well as well from what yeah, you he said. Yeah, did. he did. Um, which I, I think a lot of people need to just... Calm down a bit, don't they? Sasha <laughs> should should get time, shouldn't he? Because he is. Of course, he should. After should. all, he's, he's he's trying to sign players for. It wasn't his squad before. It was McCann's, and he was trying to just keep us up, just so we didn't go down and they want a disaster. But they're trying to turn a lot around in a short space of time, and like we've yeah. seen in in previous years, that it's difficult. You know, you change the fabric of your squad, and it can it can be difficult. Like what was it like? 2014-15, we tried revolution, not evolution. It didn't necessarily work for us. And that, I think that's the automatic comparison people kind of make because we signed that, all the big names. And... That and 2001-2 where we yeah. shifted a lot of players over. We, and... we did get rid of a lot of hard-working players that probably could have kept some of them and, and we'd have done a lot better than we, yeah. than we did. Um, there was a lot of players like Rodney Rowe and, and people just kind of showing the door and they were. it was like, yeah. Don't, not to chuck the baby out with the bathwater and all that sort of stuff because it was like you do need some experience and I, I kind of feel like that now because you're going to need people who are season championship players and I think some of the players that are left you know like Fleming and Greaves and whatnot you've only really had one season in the championship you're not I don't know I just I, it, 
that the players that we've brought in, because obviously we know Ali are from last year, don't we? Yeah, but again, he's he's not a sure thing either. He's not. He's an exciting player, and there was. But but you remember when he signed, he didn't play for an awful lot for the first two or three months because he obviously wasn't ready. Yeah, he had an injury, didn't he? He had an injury, and then he wasn't ready, and then he he showed some really good form in like three or four games towards the end of the season. But that's all we've got, um, and he really didn't look comfortable as part of a two up front, did he, the other day against not the Not the other night, but I don't think we were, we were giving him the ball in the right areas and there was no quality service into him, so I wouldn't judge either of the forwards mm. on that. I don't think I'd judge him on it, but I just thought that a lot of people are already going, oh, Ali has mint, and, and I think he'd be a great, I think he'd be a very good player potentially for us, but yeah. he's still not, like you say, he's not a sure thing, is he? He's 21, you know. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's younger than KLP, actually, I think. Yeah. Um, well, you might, I'll have to take your word for that. But um... I'd, I'd seen something where somebody posted the fact that that. So I, I'm I'm basing it on something that might be spurious. I don't know. Right. Okay. Um, but I think there's not a lot of difference in age between them. I think he's actually younger. But you know, I'm not going to look that up right now. But I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remembered that very well. Um, I mean, what do you what do you reckon of the other? Because obviously we've got Baxter. I think that's a good sign, even though he's injured. Yeah. Well, I saw him in Beverly on Saturday <laughs> or Sunday, you? and I was. I was I was going to talk to him, ask him how his hand was, but you know, you see footballers out, and it's like, well, he's just a bloke like me. You don't want bothering, but yeah, um, I bet I suppose they're used to it. Yeah, but well, probably, but it's like it was just you don't like you don't like to inconvenience the the day, do you? It's like oh, this fucking, no, knob, fucking knobhead stopped me in Beverly of all. Yeah, he's just doing his shopping. It's like you don't want to talk about anything with some fucking I don't know somebody. Who's fifteen years his senior? <laughs> you know, just like, oh, how's your hand? <laughs> so, but at no. least at least you won't be one of those people who just give him unsolicited advice. Yeah, you know, I think you should do right. <laughs> what, you should, what you should be doing, mate, is fucking with... kick it back, kick it up, mate, kick it up. Just bloody boot it. That's it. Get rid of it. Stop <laughs> fannying about with it at the back. <laughs> but I was I was definitely pleased to see him come back. I think he's a. For me, he could be our number one for, you know, a number of years. And yeah, well, like there's that's... a view, view to permanent, isn't there? I yeah. Think that's probably in the offing. I'm happy with that signing. Yeah. I'm happy with Seri. I'm just... Yeah. The I'm, I'm looking just... forward to watching a stooping Jan because he, he yeah. comes with a good pedigree. What was his third top scoring? Portuguese uh, league, yeah. Liga Nosh um, yeah. last year. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. I mean, it, it, looks, it looks a big physical... It's, it's almost like an upgrade on Greaves, if you like, where he, he looks like he can hold the ball up well. and then yeah. You know, and target the, man, and yeah. the book on him is that he's um, he's good in the press and he's he's excellent mm. in the air. Um, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I listened to I can't remember what podcast it was, but I listened to a a player profile of him um, from like a podcast that covers Portuguese leagues, and this was something that they recorded like before his transfer to City, and they're saying that he's good, but he you know he's he can be a little bit um, profligate in front of goal, especially when it's it's at his feet. But needs it in the air and he can just edit it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was, I was listening to the not the top twenty podcast. Um, oh yeah, I do have that to listen to also. Yeah, well, that's saved. Yeah, the championship preview was very good, and, and and they were saying how excited they were to to watch him. So he's another one that I'm looking forward to. Two fans, a bit of an unknown quantity because you've got kind of on one hand he's been at Fenerbahce and mm. he's he's a Turkish international with a lot of caps, but then the Watford fans are saying you know not very um, complimentary things about him. I mean, Watford's a basket case club. I wouldn't really take anything it, that their fans say seriously when they had three managers last yeah, year. I don't think they were coming or going, really, to be honest. Yeah, if I was I, him, I'd be like, get me out of here. 
It has been, and I know Gosling had a bit of a pop at him, but you know, I mean, who, who's he? I mean, do you know what I mean? He's played, he's, he's, played about 20, he's played about 20 times because I checked the stats, and it was about 20 times in three seasons. Yeah, exactly. So. It's just like, who are you to have a go at him? Play? <laughs> I think it, I think he's one where, I mean, even our lads has um, acknowledged himself that he's going to take him some time to kind of bed in. So mm. we would sort of set aside other teams' opinions and past records to one side with two fan and. Um, See how he goes. Um, I would rather watch him and form my own opinion on, it, on mm. him than kind of take it from other fans. Definitely, Figs looks all right at the back. I mean, I'd... yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's good, it, good it, signing from Championship. In, actually, like mm. how he's slotted in, and I know that he's um, like he's got a pedigree. He's been at Forest for a while, and obviously helped them to promotion last year. Mm. But it's funny watching him come in as a dead set. Like he's going to start, and it's like he's been the one that nobody's debated in, mm. like to take his role in that back line. And I think we forget really just how good the back three was last year. That central three, and I know we said all along that we needed some experience, but like each one of them performed really, really well. So mm. it's it's, and you know McLaughlin seems to be the odd one out a little bit, and I do feel for him because he had a very good season last year. I think sure. I think McLaughlin's a good player, and I. I, I, you've got to remember Alfie Jones as well. He's he's now injured, but well, apparently I mean, he's going to be back. I think. I think is he going to be back in. this week? Yeah, oh, I think so. Oh, good, because um, that's that's the my only worry around Alfie Jones is he does seem to have a couple of injuries a season that lay him out for a little while. Yeah, yeah, he does. You can tell why he, they only originally gave him a year deal. Um, I imagine but, that was more on the players' side than ours. Potential. Well, it was on loan at first, though, wasn't it? I thought. Or was it? Or was it just a year? I can't remember. Maybe it was just a year, and then they they extended it after I that. I think it was just a year. I think it was yeah. a permanent signing, and then he we... did really well when he came in, though, because he can play deep line midfield as well if he really yeah. wants to. Um, yeah. So he's a versatile player. I think as long as if he's back, I'm less worried um, at the back. I mean, I mean, the only other one we've got what somebody's just signed. It's Cynic's just signed, and now Cynic's he's... signed and he's injured. Yeah. It's got James Scott vibes written all over it. <laughs> well, I hope not. That um, if you listen to Avaladi on Humberside, he didn't seem too concerned. Right, it um, might just be an ankle or something, or I think or it was, was a calf. Was it a calf? Is yeah. it right? He didn't sound like he was too concerned. I know that the uh, Baz Cooper said that um, they're awaiting the results of an MRI to see the severity right. of it, but Fair it enough. doesn't sound like it's going to be like Traore. Good. Yeah, well, I mean, he's out for a while. That's the other. That, that's so typical city as well, isn't it? Without yeah. a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's another parallel to like two thousand one too, because we brought in like sick notes like Scott Kerr and oh, Richie God. Appleby. <laughs> Richie <laughs> Appleby, right? <laughs> you know, players like that, and it was like, oh, so we signed him. He's injured, is he? Right? Okay. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah, we're gonna sign Greg Strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't, worry, don't worry, we've signed Ashby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope I hope we're not signing. Man, Greg Strong was the season after. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The one too, yeah. Sent, sent off in his second game. Yeah. Fucking hell. That was, <laughs> I was under Mulby, wasn't it, that? Yeah, it was at Bristol Rovers. I was down yeah. at that one. Yeah. 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 Um, I know we, originally I'd say when we talk about pre-season performances, I'm not sure there's any point really. I mean, I enjoyed the Malaga game because I watched that. I watched that on YouTube with Spanish commentary, which was quite different. Felt like it was in a European tie <laughs> or something. But I was quite impressed with the way we played against, you know, like a decent Spanish side. I can't say I watched it. I'm um, not really that fussed about friendlies. I enjoyed Louis Coyle's goal. 
Yes, very, very good finish. And we like we scored goals from corners, and I thought at that time I was like buzzing. This is the one thing we didn't do last yeah, year. Yeah, Jacob Grieve scoring a goal. Exactly. There yeah. you go. So I mean, hopefully that goes. For, but I mean, I think there's just a lot of. Uh, I know City fans are just desperate for us to do well, and when something like the Peterborough thing, I think it doesn't help that it was Peterborough and that it was McCann. And, yeah, but it, I don't understand why you'd have two friendlies in one day with the squad so stretched. Seems odd, doesn't it? I'd have just kept it at Cambridge and done it because we did all right there. I mean, with a with a, it wasn't a, a massive. It was a young squad, side, wasn't it? But they, but they had like Doherty in there. Um, they had, did they have Elder play in there as well? I can't yeah, remember. I think so. Yeah. And I think that, that like they had a decent performance to come from behind mm-hmm. and and win against you know I mean Cambridge at a bad side and Tyler but, Smith continued what apparently has been an impressive preseason he's scored a number of goals hasn't he I think I've heard that he's missed some decent chances in a couple of games as well mm. but he's the top scorer in preseason but yeah I mean, you can only score what's in front of you but I'm sure he'll be involved in some way on Saturday but I, I do assume he'll be from the bench mm. um, but then. Oscar hasn't necessarily got the match fitness, has he? Because he's been very much trying to play catch up. We've been signed a little bit later. Yeah, not not sure how much up to speed Aliar is, and and Tete again. We've we've only really just signed him. So I'd imagine Tete. We might see him from the bench. Yeah, I would have. Thought I think so I think well. it'll be Oscar and Aliar at front because Oscar's um, played a few games, hasn't he? So he has. He, yeah, he's played I think three, he's had three or four. I think he's had as much a preseason as anybody. In, yeah, in our squad, it seems like it's been like a truncated preseason as well. Mm. Whether that's anything to do with the you know the season being a week earlier than it than it had been previously, it, it, but... I don't think the early start helps us with no. all these injuries we've got. But um, obviously, well, Saturday is Bristol City. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you feeling for this one? Because I I really can't call how this is going to go because we're, we're facing another old manager in Pearson, and he got it was I know last game of the season. Less said about that. One of the last games of the season, last away game of the season, less said about the better. Yeah. Um, but at home, we should have beat them and they, they got us in like now, 93rd minute or whatever it was, 2 2. They had some decent players, but. They've got a very good front three. They have. <laughs> they scored an awful lot of goals, but I think it was 40 odd goals between them last year, but their defence mm. was horrendous. It was, so... yeah. Goal difference was like only like plus three or four or something, yeah. was it? So. And, and, and the game against us would have helped that greatly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, we know that Nigel Pearson likes to kind of keep things rigid, mm. um, at least in terms of his de- defensive shape. I'm not commenting on anything else. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> all right, all right. It's going right, right. the other way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, if, if, if they can give their front three the foundation to, to play on and... Um, you know, make it so that their goals count. Then, you know, you can you could see them having a good year. I'm, I think they're another one that people don't quite know what to expect from them. They made some really good signings this summer. Um, mm. Who was the centre back that they'd taken from Luton? Um, oh, I forget his name. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm going to Google it. It's <laughs> made for really interesting listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kai Naismith. That's right. Oh, yes. Cal Naismith, sorry. Cal Naismith. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he was, he was decent. A couple of games I saw for Luton last year, which were like early kickoffs or whatever when I'd watched them. He scored yeah. a really good goal late on once. Um, so he's, he's got a goal-scoring ability in him. I think they often play him as a, as a deep-line midfielder as well, although he can mm-hmm. like, drop back in. He's a, good, think, he's a good signing. 
I think I had um, like the other two that they brought in from League One, Kane Wilson and Mark Sykes, supposed to be decent mm. players as well. And again, that's without me having, you know, I might have watched them play against City a couple of years ago, but I can't say I've retained them. But this is based on what I've heard. That, yeah, you know, good players. Um, mm. So if they, I think if they can get that defensive structure right, they could do something. Uh, it's a difficult game for City, especially with the 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 injuries that we've got to deal with. But it's I'd just be worried. Like we've got we have that back five. He's very much playing the five three two. Yeah, and it just feels that we're always under defence all the time. Like it, there's nothing. I mean, Leicester was Leicester was very flat, wasn't it? It's like it we was, were yeah. we were relying on those two wing backs for width, and we just got I mean, nothing. You're relying on Coyle and, and Fleming in that game. And there's no disrespect against either, but I think you know we were playing Premier League opposition there, especially yeah. in the sec- second half. They brought their A team out, and it was just that yeah, was I mean, it, that wasn't was, it? Like it was an embarrassment of riches, really. I mean, bringing Madison off the bench, it was just his goal was just, uh, yeah. just ridiculous. But that's that's why he's that's why he's playing for Leicester, and you know they might go finishing the top half of the Premier League most of the time, and they won the they won the league what six years ago, whatever it was. So they, they they've got they've got really decent players, but. It just was a little bit worrying when we was trying to go forward, and when we're trying to, it was just it felt a bit too slow. In you know they're trying to ping it over to Coil or Fleming, and they were just like double marked. Mm. And I think that's, just... that's one of the things, uh, one of the areas where we'll miss uh, KLP. It's not necessarily yeah. just his yeah. goals, but his positioning and movement did a did an awful lot to kind of help. You remember that? Remember that Forest away game? You know, it looked like there was yeah. nothing on, and then you have that ping from McLaughlin, and he cuts yeah. it off, cuts in but, off the left. And but more than just that, because that was like, I don't want to say it was an individual thing, because it was a brilliant ball by McLaughlin, but mm. like the the pace um, and the touch and the finish was all Kino. But yeah, um, like what Lewis Potter did for um, Fleming and Greaves. And Elder, when he was in for Fleming, like how many times would you see Greaves making a late man run from defence and yeah. being that spare man to come in and receive the ball? And it was all like Lewis Potter and Fleming and the movement between the three of them. I think we'll miss that. As I well. think I think that's one thing Shotter needs to remember. Not that I'm telling him how to do his job because he knows how to do it better than me. But hey, mate, the, what the, you the, need to do? Hey, hey mate, unsolicited <laughs> advice again. <laughs> Those three had all played with each other so much in like under under sixteens, under seventeens, under eighteens, and so on <laughs> that they were used to playing because Greaves is left side, centre half anyway. Obviously, Fleming's on the left, and KLP often play the left so they, through the middle. They, so they had that understanding. Games. Yeah, they had that understanding. I think we just took that for granted, and mm-hmm. now we don't have KLP. It's very obvious yeah. that you're missing that sort of one of the trio in yeah. the left sided attack. Definitely noticed it because they weren't able to get forward. And again, there's a massive asterisk that it was Premier League opposition. And mm. I think they said that um, prior to the game, they'd been uh, they'd only flown back in to the country. You know what was it, forty eight, seventy two hours before? And the, and the, again, the under eighteens and the twenty threes were out away in Portugal having their own yeah. pre season. So you couldn't even like draft any of them in for the bench. Yeah. Or, they might have been yeah. hammering weights that day. I mean, part of what they do in pre season is that they can ask them to do specific scenarios in games so they might like hammer them weights to say we want to see how you look with heavy legs because it's going to be Saturday, mm. Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday and there's things like that that go on that we might not necessarily see or be privy to because we're just paying for the ticket to go in you know we don't know yeah. what's gone on on the training ground in the week yeah yeah um, 
Well, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say I'm, we never really do that. Where we go, oh, I reckon it's going to be this. I think predict, predictions are a little bit daft, really. It's just yeah. a little bit. Of a, if you like that sort of stuff, fine. But that's not. I'm not going to guess. Cause if you like that sort of thing, we're going to win eight nil. There you go. <laughs> um, Don't put money on it. I mean, one thing I would say is there is going to be a press conference on Friday, just in mm-hmm. case you didn't know, with a, heard, with yeah. a with a Jun and Shotter and the new signings. Um, and I'll be going to that. Right. So, uh, anything interesting, I'll let you know. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how much more they will actually tell us because I can't imagine things would move that fast where they'd get, you know, they're talking about a couple more deals, weren't they, before Saturday? But Yes, yeah. Um, a, number, a number 10 and a defender, and a defender. from Premier League. So, wh- whatever happens with that, I mean, then I know Twitter becomes alive and people start to guess, oh, guaranteed it's this trust. Jaff, just fucking hell. <laughs> Who cares? Just wait till it's announced, mate. Stop trying to guess and then like re like quote tweeting yourself when you were right. Just going, oh, well done. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? A shifty badge? Do you want a shifty badge? Do you? Yeah. Anyway, um, looking forward to the first game as a member for a while. Anyway, mm. with my with my boy. Now he wants to be part of the city crew, so that's good. Yeah, I'm looking um, forward to being in the pub before the game. Indeed, I might bring him. Yeah, do. Um, I will do. So, there's one thing I was going to do. Do you fancy a quiz? A little quiz that I've come up with at the end. Is it a quiz? Well, it's kind of a quiz because I'm asking you a question, but then it's more like a feature, I suppose. Okay. Um, it's called Don't Get Shirty With Me. Don't Get Shirty With It needs a theme tune, doesn't it? It does. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll put one underneath when I edit it. I'll put some, like, when you're thinking about your thing, I'll put some pensive music. <laughs> and we'll see. we'll see how you get on with that. So, the premise of the game, I think we'll do, we'll do like, I, I give you these options, and then the week when next time when we record, we can get um, Charlie Palmer, um, likes of Hull City, will be recording with us a lot this season. I think whenever we decide to do one, I will just say I don't think we're going to commit to any specific time frame, but I think we'll just go. Oh, well, we feel like doing one. Let's do it. Yeah, because um, then I think we're much more likely to record than say we're oh, busy well, men. We're busy men. What can you do? Yeah. Um, but it is the summer holidays, so it's slightly flatter than normal with things that we need to be doing. But yeah, the, so I, we give each other three shirt choices um, and you have to save one, basically. So it's like, out of these three shirts, which one are you going to save? Okay. Um, are you ready for your three? I am. Right. Shirt number one um, is our 2021 slash 22 second kit and 2022-23 third blackout kit. Okay. The coveted blackout kit that lots of fakes going around on Facebook, which is fairly hilarious because they are terrible fakes. Yeah. But I've seen the pictures of them. So that's option number one. Option number two, and I can hear you writing this down as well, so you're actually yeah, I'm, doing I'm, this properly. I'm giving myself a, a visual refresher. <laughs> Shirt number two is the away kit from 2007-8 when we went up. So it's the white with sort of tiger trim underneath. Oh, that's one of my um, all-time favourites. I, I tried to do this, so it was really difficult for me. Because I know you like, I know you like that shirt. Because I know instantly with that you think Watford away playoffs. Yeah. Um, and then the third kit, the nineteen ninety-five to ninety-seven away Roma style Renford oh, reject really like shirt. That one as well. I know that's a fucking humdinger of a choice, isn't it? <laughs> so that's yeah. Just to, just to summarise: one blackout shirt, two white away shirt from the prim, uh, first promotion season to the Premier League and then three uh, the Renford Rejects Roma style shirt 
Oh, to you. You bastard. Save one of them. Save one. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your reasoning. I, I mean, know. I genuinely don't know what I'd do here, to be honest. Right. Okay. With the caveat that it is one of my all-time favourites, mm. I'm going to have to get rid of the 2007-8 away. Right. Because it's template. Fair enough. It is. It's I, understand, a t- I understand that. Yeah. But what I love about it, the colours work, like for that template, it's one of the, the best uses of that template. Um, um, and it looks very Hull City. It's got a slight throwback to some of the shirts from the 80s. It is still Umbro as well, because two out of the yeah. three kits are Umbro, which obviously uh, is one of our... Bits, to, yeah. It pains me to get rid of that one, but... That's the first one to fall. But the other two in the national consciousness, mm. I think, would be more readily identified as Hull City kits. Yes. Um, this is going to be controversial, but I'm going to keep the 95-97. I'd do the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I think the blackout kit is a bit of a trend that's not unique to us. Well, it's not now that Uddersfield ripped off the idea. Yeah, well, we <laughs> we weren't the first team to do it either. Um, no, we, we weren't, but I think it was one of the first ones to do it in a, in this country yeah, as, a, as a proper shirt, not yeah. just one that was sold as a fashion icon like the Liverpool <laughs> Liverpool ones. Because they, pl- they had a... Yeah, Germany Germ- did it as a playing yeah. kit, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Before yeah. us. Yeah. Um, I go ninety five, ninety seven, just because I think it's one that like people can see and say that's definitely Hull City, and no pun intended, but it feels like more of the fabric of the club. Oh, he's gone there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we we riffed on it last year with the the third shirt that we only mm. wore once. Um, yeah, lovely shirt, by the way. Yeah. Um, so I, I go with that one. Well done, Super League, as the makers. <laughs> That's what I say. Well, thanks thanks for uh, humouring me with my quiz <laughs> slash feature. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. It's horrible, horrible choice. It's I can't believe I put one of my all-time favourites in third. And, uh, well, so, yeah, what, so you're, you're going, uh, top is your is the Renford Rejects style shirt, and then yeah. sec- second is the blackout kit, and yeah. at the bottom is the 2008 white away kit. Yeah. There you go. Well, I mean, you might disagree with Rich, so I'd like people to. We'll tweet this out on the pod and on the pod account and see what people think. But that might get people talking about stuff that's less depressing about our injury list, or exa- perhaps, perhaps see- temporary interim CEOs doing one after six oh, months no. when the contract yeah. runs up. Um, you know, knowing the reactions to some things, it, it, it'll probably turn into a pile on about how the away shirts still aren't available. Yeah. Oh, so. probably, probably. <laughs> Take it all with a pinch of salt. <laughs> so yeah, good chat, mate. Yeah, enjoyed well, it. Um, enjoyed I think it. we should we should close though with mm. um, a message from our missing member Pete, who Indeed. unfortunately can't be with us because he's five beers in in Berlin. He um, is. Yes. I mean that was forty minutes ago as well that he sent that message. I mean it'll be probably, six or seven beers now. Six or seven now, yeah. But his, his message for his fanboys, he said, is Viva Calamelda. And I hope <laughs> that at least one of those five beers was a punk IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm in Brewdog. <laughs> that has to be a, that has to be a chant this year, doesn't it? Calamelda, he loves punk IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> chat shit in Brewdog. He only chat shit in Brewdog. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Good place to end, I think. Yeah. Right. See you on, see you on Saturday. Yes. Yeah, see you then. Forza, Forza Tigers. Forza Tigers. Laters. Take it easy. Wise men say Only fools rush in But I can't